Whether you operate one forklift or thousands, one location or hundreds, the new My Toyota customer portal can help you optimize your operation and material handling equipment. This one-stop, free-to-use platform is designed to help you take control of your information and make smarter decisions, all at the touch of a button. Register and access your data today at my.toyotaforklift.com. That's my.toyotaforklift.com. With e-commerce off the charts, many small and growing warehouses are asking, how can I get ahead when my warehouse is barely keeping up? The answer is future-ready warehouse tech from Zebra Technologies. Warehouses can simplify and upgrade all processes, from automated inventory management to hands-free picking with Zebra's tailored, scalable mobile solutions. They're simple and intuitive. There's never been a better time to upgrade for success with Zebra. How can your warehouse get ahead? The answer's in black and white. Get the answers at zebra.com slash the answer. That's zebra.com slash the answer. Businesses are retooling fulfillment operations from warehouses to omnichannel to meet new demand amid unprecedented labor shortages. 3PLs, retailers, B2B distributors, and others are turning to flexible fulfillment solutions like Six River Systems to adapt and scale. Six River Systems Fulfillment Execution System is an integrated solution that combines intelligent, cloud-based software and automation, including its autonomous mobile robot, AMR, Chuck. No costly or disruptive infrastructure changes, fast and easy associate training, and integrations with other warehouse execution solutions allow operations to meet labor challenges, increase efficiency, and enhance customer engagement. Go to www.sixriver.com to learn more. Go to www.the6river.com to learn more. The New Warehouse Podcast, hosted by Kevin Lawton, is your source for insights and ideas from the distribution, transportation, and logistics industry. A new episode every Monday morning brings you the latest from industry experts and thought leaders. And now, here's Kevin. Hey, it's Kevin Lawton with the New Warehouse Podcast here at Modex 2022. And we are in the booth. I got three guests with me here, and it is, uh, it's a little cozy, I will say, but, it, but it's all good because we're back together here in person. I have Brian Reinhardt. He is from High Robotics. I got Bruce Blycamp, and he is from MHS. And we have a former guest of the show as well, Brandon Coates from Mugen. And we're going to talk to them, and MHS is the integrator that's, that's worked with both of these guys. And we're going to talk a little bit about how their projects kind of work together and how they're able to collaborate on that front. But before we get into that, I guess, Bruce, why don't you give us a little bit of detail on exactly what MHS does? Yeah, absolutely. So MHS is a systems integrator. Mm-hmm. We do have a lot of manufacturing directed at the parcel industry, mm-hmm. but in distribution and fulfillment, we're probably a true integrator. Right. Uh, we don't really make much of anything. So again, my name is Bruce Blycamp. I'm Director of Product Management. Mm-hmm. My role is to really work with strategic partners, particularly mm-hmm. on the technology side, what we would consider newer technologies, emerging okay. technologies. Yeah. We want to identify those companies, help form those relationships, and then work with the rest of the team to then integrate those technologies into you know, projects that we're working on with our customer base and making sure also that our customer base is aware of these new technologies and how they might be able to use them. All right, great. Thank you for that. And, and you guys also have very cool booths, too. Thank you. you know. so, <laughs> we love it. Brian, what about you? Give us a little background on high robotics. 
Sure. So High Robotics is a leading manufacturer in the autonomous case handling robotic space. Right. Originally founded in China back in 2015, we recently made our entry into the U.S. market last year. Okay. Part of that entry, as Bruce mentioned, is, is really kind of finding our place. So as a manufacturer, our primary value add is in producing high-quality equipment to help serve our partners and our clients. So as kind of part of that strategy of serving the market, we want to identify good partners with strong reputations in the industry to, again, help bring our system as part of a total solution mm-hmm. to the end user. And I think we've, we've found that with MHS and Mojo. Okay, great. And and recently new to the U.S., similar to Mujin as well. Give us a little of your overview here. Yeah. Yep. So Mujin came to the U.S. Mm-hmm. Uh, about six months back. Uh, we actually did Pack Expo. was our first show that we did in North right. America. Mm-hmm. And then here we are at Modex. It's a much bigger show than what it was at the last one. So yeah. Mujin is a technology company. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've developed a controller pendant type of solution that can plug and play with any make and model of industrial mm-hmm. robot or collaborative robot. And we basically bring intelligence to these traditional robot arms so that they can handle high variance within a logistics setting or a factory automation setting. Mm. Okay, very good. And and it's good that you guys are able to to join forces and be able to partner together to bring to the end user the best experience possible and the the right fit. So so I guess, Bruce, talk to us a little bit about how how does that work for a customer who's coming here to Modax and they're saying, like, I need to really revamp my distribution or fulfillment process and I, I need to get the right partners together. How do you guys kind of help to do that and how do you collaborate yeah. in making that happen? Yeah, again, so we're kind of focused as uh, being a solutions provider. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so a lot of times when customers come to our booth, mm-hmm. they may have been at the high booth, may have been at the Mujin booth, may right. have seen the relationships that we have. We have an AMR over at the Mujin booth running, so okay. then, then they stop by with us. Yeah. What we do differently than them is we really focus on a solution. Now, when we do that, when we start out, we're looking at data, mm-hmm. we're reviewing their operation, we're touring the facility, we're talking to them about their pain points, mm-hmm. what challenges they might have in front of them that we can help them with. And we're not focused on trying to sell Mugen or high robotics products. Right. We're focused on trying to solve problems. But the advantage, and I think most customers, what they're looking for today are, are solutions that are smart, mm-hmm. flexible, going fast. Yeah. Both of these companies do that. The modular, so that you can start small and grow. You can easily relocate these types of systems as well, too. So there's a lot of advantages to what Mugen and the high robotics bring to us, right. and we're taking advantage of that. And we're doing that with other partners that we have as well, too. These are just two great examples that we have actually done projects with. An e-commerce fulfillment system that we did using both Mugen Robotics for piece picking and using the high robot for the ACR for a buffer storage system, feeding product to the robotic system. So. Those are the kinds of solutions that we're now able to offer to our customers, and we just we again we work a lot with when we do a presentation to a customer, we introduce these technologies to them. We talk yeah. about the advantages of these technologies, and these have been really great partners for us. So. Okay, that's great to hear. And I, I'm curious now because you know when you start to bring in a lot of different spectrums, right? You bring in high and moving uh, into the same same place, and then different systems as well. The important part is there's that communication, right? Sure. So, so how have you guys found that you've been able to, I guess, integrate in a sense and be able to communicate your platforms in the in the same same space in the same area? We think so. I'll start off. Well, what we mm-hmm. think that what we provide is upper level software, WES type software, right. that can serve as the command point, if you will, across multiple systems. So there could be conventional conveyors and sortation, mm-hmm. robotic cells. They need to we need to communicate and understand what they're doing. 
giving them perhaps information that they can use to build ballots, ballot patterns, that type of thing. Right. Same thing with the high robotics. You know, what, what materials do we need at the workstations? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we need to replenish? We're bringing in these products, we're going to put it away. So our WES kind of sits over the top and manages a lot of that activity. So that's part of, you know, the communication that you talk about and how mm-hmm. do we integrate. And it could be multiple subsystems. could be four, easily four or five subsystems in a project that we do. So. Okay. What are yeah. you asking about? Yeah, and I think from the manufacturing perspective, the key for you know, Brandon and myself is really just to maintain a flexible approach mm-hmm. to integration. No two solutions want to be the same. Right. The setup of an MHS, WES may vary from customer to customer depending on the operation, their host preferences, things like that. So it's important that our products and the ability to integrate stay flexible. And that comes with you know in-house software that can do import and export adaption, take ownership of tasks, can yield ownership of tasks, right? It's not, hey, this is the out-of-box kind of platform, make with it what you will. Right. It's, again, what does the solution look like? What is the integrator and customer's preference? And let us come to your specification and need. Hmm. Right. now, what do you think? What are you talking about? Yeah, so Mugen really wants to be the easy button for an integrator to be able to go out and deploy robotics. Okay. Traditionally, robotics is very challenging. And in order to go out and like scale the number of robot arms that are out in the world, really have to have good product, good software, mm-hmm. very intuitive user interfaces so that you can go out and actually deploy systems with low deployment cost and low lead time involved. Right. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. And I, I think that's a huge point. And obviously as we're seeing so many new innovations and innovations expanding here at Modex and you know we want them to be able to to operate in the same area and same customer fit and make sure that customer can get the the best of everything right so so in that regard I mean what are you guys seeing is really the interest level from attendees here potential customers what are they really looking for and, and how do you guys kind of fit into that requirement yeah from our side as a solutions provider when people come to our booth they get mm-hmm. real excited about seeing the, uh, the AMR technology, the ACR technology with the high. We have a uh, robot, and we're doing like piece picking from a tote okay. to another tote to deliver to an operator. Yeah. But they get excited about that. I think they're looking for those types of solutions. They're looking to take automation further into their processes mm-hmm. to you know further be able to, I guess I always put it, they're trying to automate those processes that can be easily automated mm-hmm. and leave people to do the processes that are very difficult to automate. And, that's, yeah. and today with the technology, more and more can be automated. Most of our customers are having trouble hiring people. They can't get enough people to really staff their facilities. So that's a big part of what I think is driving their interest in these types of technologies. They're obviously also, they want they like the fact that it's modular. Mm-hmm. It comes in and start, you can start small and grow. Mm-hmm. It's rel- I think it's relatively low cost, particularly when we look at the ACR technology compared yeah. to traditional ASRS technology. I think it offers a lot of the same advantages and some real, you know, some of the same advantages, but even more advantages just because of the way it, you can deploy it. And with Mugen, with their smart controller and their vision systems, you just so much more capability than we used to have in the past for doing picking systems for clients, mm-hmm. it, which traditionally we wouldn't have done, but now we're starting to do for our clients and offering them that next level of automation and next level of integration. So, hmm. Interesting. And Brian, what do you what do you think? What are you seeing from attendees? Yeah, a lot of positive feedback. You know, yeah. there, there's an interest and a craving in the industry right now for kind of what's next. Right. You know, if you look 10 years ago, ASRS was king. Mm-hmm. Um, Miniload was king, shuttle, 
And then five years ago, aisle-based systems, grid-based systems, kind of providing the density that things mm. did. Yeah. And so the market's been really well served for the last decade when it comes to speed, density, things like that. But one of the elements that Bruce mentioned that really has been underserved is flexibility. Mm. A lot of the automation out there is rigid. It takes time to deploy. Scaling is very difficult. And with our ACR product, that's really the niche that we're trying to hit. Accommodating those density and speed requirements that are already existing in the market, but doing it with a product and an organization that is flexible. Right. So you're talking about proof of concepts, easily scalable, speed to market, all of those things we think can help add a little extra benefit to kind of the end user. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting that you touched on the flexibility there because I think that's a, a huge thing as we're seeing a lot of changes within the mission fulfillment areas and, you know, people are not only struggling with, with labor, as you mentioned earlier, but, you know, also space sometimes too as well and they need to be flexible within that space and how can they maybe not have the ability to get new space, how can they make their existing space work for them in a, in a better way? So I think it's really interesting that you guys are able to, to do that and then help them scale, like you mentioned as well, because we're seeing super rapid growth for a lot of companies and they're not quite sure how to handle that necessarily yet. Well, if you, if you look at just how these companies are evolving, it's a product of the buyer base evolution. Right. Right. So consumer demands are constantly changing. What mm. it looked like three years ago is not how it looks like today, right? Yeah. And so it's important for kind of the technology to be able to evolve and be flexible. You know, from our end, I kind of touched on that. But even if you look at what Mugen's doing, mm. you know, with, 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 with each picking and kind of robotic picking, the products it's picking today aren't going to be the same as they do tomorrow. So right. when Brandon yeah. talks about mass deployment, flexibility, and growth, the type of technology and innovation they're putting mm -hmm. on what's a traditional robot is really what's going to allow them to serve you know, partners like MHS and the clients without knowing what comes next. Yeah. Right? We're future-proofing the technology, if you will. Yeah, very interesting, and you know, it's certainly something that's that's definitely needed, and it's great to see that companies are are recognizing that, like you guys, and, and being able to, to bring that to the end user, and I think give them the the right fit for what they need. So, so Brandon, what are, what are you seeing from on the floor and attendees? Where's the real interest at? Yeah, I think the attendees obviously coming to the visual booth, they're intrigued by the robots that they see. <coughs> we have. Uh, good diversity of applications that are in the booth that are pulling their eyes. So we've got multi-skew DPAL feeding into a multi-skew palletizing robot. Mm -hmm. um, and we've basically unveiled this buffering and ability to resequence all the items that go into a pallet right. on the fly yep. to the side of the robot. So that's the first time this is being done by any robotics company out there. So that gives us very precise control over the sequence of the items as you build the pallet. It gives you a high pallet load integrity as you build that pallet up. Customers are looking for like six, eight feet plus foot pallets. Right. And that's very kind of a struggle to build that yeah. and play this game with 3D <laughs> Tetris. But yeah. uh, in the end, we found a buffering solution that will really work in a low automation or no automation scenario. Typically, what we would look for is basically having upstream material handling involved, and that's where a company like MHS would come in. Being able to have that ASRS and a sequence and buffering conveyor, all of this is going to be able to spell that sequence out so that you can get the pallets built. And then the, the other two solutions, like a micro-fulfillment type of solution, right. that's basically using a robot to pick totes from pallets, mm -hmm. uh, place this onto a smaller AGB system that fills into order-fill scenario. Mm -hmm. 
So we can build the orders, pack the orders into shipper boxes that are actually going to customer doorsteps. Mm. So there's a lot of excitement about that. I think high level, when you look at the, the technology and what's going on within robotics, we've effectively jumped onto Moore's Law. Right. Every, now that we've like digitized these processes around the, the robot, that means there's more software than what there was before. It becomes inherently right. scalable. Mm. And I, I think now, with this kind of post-COVID world, what's happened, yeah. people realize there's hopefully, supply hopefully. chain issues. <laughs> and you know, it was kind of projected 10 years ago that there would be a labor shortage starting about right now. Yeah. And that was pretty on point. If you read the yeah. right books, they're Absolutely. out there, great yeah. projections. But then this challenge to end customers is going to be increasing over the next decade. Mm -hmm. So the automation that we're bringing to the table here is a full robotic solution. Now, from the robot point of view, we do that exceedingly well. Uh -huh. But then we need a total solution. Mm -hmm. So we've got to be able to basically have complementary pieces to the system. So the Mugen system paired with the high solution mm -hmm. and then integrated as a whole within a warehouse becomes you know, a great selling point to the customers that are coming by. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think the fact that you guys are able to, to collaborate in that manner and really bring, like I said a couple of times here, you know, bring that right solution to the customer, I think is, a, is the, the best thing possible because, you know, customers try and go and, and figure it out themselves and they don't really have experience doing that. You guys do, so they need to come to you. So, so if people are thinking about, you know, going into automation or, you know, redoing their fulfillment center, distribution center, trying to figure out the, the right way forward for their the long term, whether it's getting robotics involved or automation in some, some aspects, what's the right first step to take? You need to look at your operation and understand it. And mm -hmm. as a solution provider, if they bring us in, we want to look at their operation and understand it. So yeah. part of that is looking at data. We oftentimes ask for a year's worth of data inbound logistics, southbound logistics, what do the order profiles look like, what do the SKUs look like. We want to actually see the operation, see what they're doing today, understand what their pain points are. Uh, it's, it's really a deep dive into the operation. They, they have a lot of sense of what their operation is doing, but when you start bringing in an outside company and you start asking specific questions and looking at data, you might get a slightly different viewpoint of what's going on in your operation today. And we're really tied to the data because when we do a proposal and do a commitment to a customer about case handling rates, picking rates, fulfillment rates, we really need to understand how that looks with real hard data, real hard information on the SKUs that we're going to handle. Yes, we design in flexibility so we can handle new products in the future, new yeah. SKUs in the future. But you know, we're basically doing a proposal, so we want to have a real deep dive and understand what your operation looks like today from inbound to outbound. It's a lot about data a lot about spending time and understanding how the operation works today. And they need to do be right there side by side with us doing it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, so so basically you're saying if, if somebody's here at Modex and they go by like high robotics or Mujin and they say like, oh, this looks cool. Let me get one. That's yeah, not the right not way, the way to go way. No, no. You, you, this is just a way for us <laughs> to show you what could be done. And we, you know, we send people all the time to go talk mm -hmm. to these guys as well too so they can better understand and maybe get a better feel. Yeah. But yeah, this is just a way to really kind of meet the people and then maybe set up the next step, which would be a visit. Certainly a phone call, but very likely a visit to come start taking a look at the operation and talking about potential solutions. All right, cool. And before we wrap up, I do want to get from each one of you, I want to hear what's the most interesting thing you saw at Modex so far. So, so Brian, you want to go first? Oh, on the spot. A lot of great innovation this year. I think with the show circuit kind of being paused for two years, yeah. everyone really brought out their A-game. Um, say probably 
what, what, what Mugen's doing is really good. I also, I'll give a plug for our partners with Tompkins Robotics. Okay. They're unveiling in conjunction with High, so it's a little self-serving, don't get me wrong. Uh, yeah. but, but the new, <laughs> uh, it's kind of a carry-pick sort all-in-one application called yeah. the Exchange. Okay. And I think that's a really unique product that the market will be interested in. Okay, cool. What about you, Bruce? Yeah, I have not walked the show a lot. I've been pretty tied up on our booth. Yeah. But, you know, certainly... I think what Mugen is showing in their booth, which we've been a part of that and helping them develop that booth, so mm-hmm. we're pretty excited about that, what Seth's showing. That's the kind of direction that we see as being important to a lot of our customers going yeah. forward. But yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of new technology. You know, there's always new AMR solutions, companies yeah. to, to take a look at and consider. We're never, we always look. Part of what I do is always go out there, particularly as we get towards Wednesday and Thursday of the show and I got yeah. more time. I spend some time going out and seeing what is new out there. So I just haven't done a lot of that in this show yet. So Okay. All right. That's fair. And Brandon? I think in general, it's the, the excitement related to robotics. It's the number of companies that you see here doing robotics this year versus the years before. Yeah. So it, it's grown leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. So that's very interesting. So you've got every every different like make or model of vehicle that's out there for different applications, and there's use cases uh, that they can they can handle now. And some of the companies I saw, maybe one or two Modex's is back, they've come a long way. They're much bigger companies at this point. Yeah. And uh, I think in general, the the number of partner partners that you're going to find here is a very good point. Yeah. So working with great companies like MHS and High, but also the the backbone of our suppliers, which is companies like Fanuc, Motoman, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Kawasaki, all of these companies right. that are here that we're showcasing in our booth. Mm-hmm. All right, great stuff. And if people want to find out more information about Mujin, how can they do that? Yeah, easy enough. W.mujin-corp.com. Uh, Okay, and how about MHS? How can we find out more info there? Uh, MHSglobal.com takes you to our webpage. Not a ton of information there, mm-hmm. but you'll see some stuff, but it uh, certainly allow you to reach out to uh, other people within the organization and learn more about the uh, specific area that you're interested in, whether it's parcel or distribution. Okay, all right, and what about Hi? HiRobotics.com. That's H-A-I Robotics.com. All right, great. We'll put all that information at thenewwarehouse.com so people can easily find it. So, guys, thank you so much. You're the biggest group for the podcast this week. So it's been a lot of fun getting cozy here in the booth. So enjoy the rest of your show. You've been listening to the New Warehouse Podcast with Kevin Lawton. Subscribe and check us out online at thenewwarehouse.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want more content from the new warehouse, check out our new video series called All Hands on LinkedIn. Just search for the new warehouse on LinkedIn and follow along.